0: Welcome to the DevReady Podcast, where we're helping non-techs build better tech. Today, we're fortunate enough to be joined by Guy Brunston. We met at um, a Melbourne Angels event about two months ago, I'll tell you, Guy. Um, Guy and I sort of had a bit of a, a, a conversation around products and had a bit of a hit-off around, okay, what's the focus in terms of how we think about product, manage products, and really guys expertise is in that space so i really wanted to get him on the podcast to talk about his background being in the us australia managing product looking around product design design thinking a number of these different areas so guy can share his background but thank you for joining us guy and uh, welcome to devready podcast
1: thank you andrew thank you welcome. anthony great uh, to be
0: here happy to have you on so guy when, when we met you spoke a lot around your experience in predominantly product management Play us had a bit of a journey on where you've been where it all started for you and how you got back to Oz because I've only been back and forth a little bit.
1: Right. Okay. So yeah, I started my journey back in Oz and um if if I fell into networking and this is the, oh, the sure. sort of the, the, the crux of where it all started, um and you know, twenty years in the US, but maybe I'll sort of explain, you know, I, I fell into networking when the networking guy left one of my first employers and that sort of directed me where I ended up going and yeah, you know, through that whole journey, I learned a few valuable lessons that, as I fell into product management later on, mm-hmm. stuck with me because, you know, they were they were things that uh, made things register with me. Learning through experience, so, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yes. it, it, and and I'll sort of illustrate it on the way. You know, things like Jobs' theory, uh, how you approach you know the customer, providing service, all that sort of stuff. I had certain sort of moments, if you think through the career, that sort of ah. I said, okay, I'd maybe not realize it at the time, but then they they made sense later on. So, you know, the the, the valuable lessons I learned along were, you know, about the service model, as I mentioned, you know, and that leads to rise to that jobs thing. Simplicity.
0: Is it? Yeah, simplicity. Easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> it yes. is. And
1: um, if I think, you know, when I was back, you know, doing, you know, I'm an old guy, as so you can probably tell. Uh, yeah, you know, I was chief architect of Telstra's internal network back when ATM was the, you know, conventional knowledge and pe- people. And you know, me and a bunch of others were the rogues within so within Telstra, going down this IP path. And you know, we'd have darts thrown us and rocks and all sorts of things. But you know, history will determine you know who won out and that sort of. Thing, but you know, the important things we had we had air cover, we had a great culture, we had a great team of people, and what a unifying it? vision for how we got there. Now, that, uh, that's sort of like the thing that came through there, you know, has sort of is, is a timeless in its effect.
0: We always need great people, vision, culture. That is, I agree, timeless in effect. Um, yeah, needs and, to be and there.
1: simplicity, and simplicity, you know, you, you might read about Occam's razor if you can faced with some something complex, something simple, the simple one's the the way to go. But, uh service, and, and a service model, by the way, because you're thinking about what is the objective of this? What's the job of this? And, you know, I built a network, or we built a network. What's the objective is? So you don't do it just for the sake of building a network. You're building it as a service to the business. Uh-huh. Okay? Yep. So it's the job of that network is to provide a service to connect people and applications, et cetera, et cetera. See, through that lens, things become far more clear on how you you yeah, define and you know, that... architect and so forth. And think about a product. Exactly. Right. And you know, I, I wasn't thinking about product back then, I was a service and certainly before I fell into product management.
0: The product, a product generally has some sort of service around it, otherwise it can get a bit lost anyway. Yeah. Um, it has to provide yeah. value to someone yes. or somewhere.
1: It... And, and as I'll talk about later, it's, you know, I'm a real proponent of this jobs theory thing. So people hire a product to get a job done. You don't buy a product, you don't focus on the product. It's about what it does for you. Yeah, it's the outcome in the end.
0: Why are we buying this or why are we using this? Who are we building this for? What are they going to get from it? Um, why are they going to pay for it? things Et Etc. That's
1: it, right. Is... So anyway, back to my journey, and I don't don't want to sort of over rotate on that. But I headed to the US in two thousand and one. You know the whole dot com things. Probably a good time to be around the US. How was it? What was it like in two thousand and one? Yeah, the reason for going to the US, I just yeah, you know, I finished that whole Telstra gig. and thought, oh, what am I going to do now? A whole bunch of people that used to work for me went over to the US. And the years prior, they're making squillions. You know, doubling their stock. You know, I'm going. Well, pick me. I'm going over there. Called, <laughs> called one of my mates yes. and said, no, one of the guys that used to work for me. Hey, what's going on?" He said. You know, a week later, I had a job over there. My wife, we all pack up our house, head over there. and A week later, geez, they were hiring quite quickly. No, no, it took four <laughs> months, four months oh, okay. to go and get a visa for us that, you know, uh, you know what was it, an L1 visa. Um,
0: okay. And there was no remote working back then, I would imagine?
1: Oh, no. No, nah. no, no. You know, the, I, I was high tech in my house. I had ISDM. Yeah,
2: nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. well, ADSL, you weren't doing any remote work back then. <laughs> no.
1: No. Yeah. Um, Anyway, our stuff's in its container, going heading across the Pacific. I've been married a year; we're, fantastic. Let's go over there. What an adventure! It's an adventure, yes. Married a year. <laughs> Dot com bubble bursts. Uh, as soon as you land,
2: <laughs> as soon yeah, as you dock. It,
1: well, it, well, in fact, in oh, fact, yeah. three days before I land, Cisco and I was working for Cisco um, had their first ever layoff.
0: Oh, brilliant! Oh, okay. So
1: you know, uh, you know, you think a week before I'm going to arrive, they're, they're not sure we're going to be run out of seats. Huh. And then there's immediately a whole bunch of seats. Of course, then that proposed the whole idea that, oh, you, <laughs> we brought you over from overseas, but we've had to lay off all these people. You know what gives? Uh, so anyway, so 2001, Andrew. Yeah, you it... asked a good question. So six months after we arrived, 9/11 happened. So there was a, you know there was a was... big introduction to you know the American culture, um, which was you know great insight. She's 9/11. Wow. How long
0: ago was that now? Just time flies, isn't it? Twenty two years. Twenty, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. two
1: 20. years. And my wife was stranded across the other side of the country. Oh no. Yeah, because you know, you know, stopped, stopped they yeah, flights just stopped and so over. Everything forth. stopped at Everything moment. stopped. But it was it was just it's kinda of surreal. You know, a very sad sort of situation, but very surreal and a very great insight into yes. um, you know, patriotism and all these sorts of things that you kind know... of anyway. Let's not go down that path. You we weren't anywhere near to, that? Well, didn't know anyone oh there. no no i know one or two cisco employees were on one of the yeah. clients oh, uh, but i didn't know those yeah. those people oh, okay. so, yeah. yeah there's yeah. always a yeah if you're close yeah. to it that's
0: yeah yeah it's a tough one it's tough time yeah. everyone and seeing that i remember i was in high school um was it year 11 yes it was um and we walked into school and all of a sudden they put the tvs on and showed us what was going on i'm thinking wow yeah, surreal from this sort of part of the world, but being there would have been yeah, you know, a whole different uh, it
1: and, yeah, and that you know, the the reactions to it, festive. you know, the the fervent patriotism um, was like stuff you I don't think you'd see in Australia. Festive. Not to say it's good or bad. It's just it's you know it's Americans just just are very culture, patriotic.
0: Yeah, it's a different culture. Yep. As yeah a, we digress but, yes we digress it's an interesting digression <laughs>
1: perhaps we should have a beer yes. in front of us yes. uh, sitting uh. here uh, but, but anyway yeah you know, i landed over there and i'd gone from you know, the other customer side oh, you know, building and providing a service etc to the vendor side and i progressed through wireless networks and you know, this is the time you know cisco had made this aeronet acquisition you know, then i got poached from that business unit into storage networking because Cisco had gone and acquired a, and started a spin in on fiber channel and storage networking. and iSCSI and i became the business continuity and SAN extension expert which was great learning with you know, a bunch of, so many smart people over there it was it was a great learning experience yeah. it was a lot of fun then someone came knocking said oh high performance computing Come over here and help us with yeah. this. And, you know, they did another acquisition for InfiniBand. Remember that?
2: Probably not. So,
1: no, never <laughs> heard of <laughs> InfiniBand. That went well then, guy, <laughs> didn't it? Oh, well, it's still around, I, I, okay. I don't know. But you know, it yep. allows, you know, really yep. fast intercommunication between in clusters. Anyway. Got it. Yeah. Okay, so I, I became. But, uh-huh. Let's say fluent about you know computational fluid dynamics and Monte Carlo simulations and high performance computing. Got to go up to. These I don't even super know what computing. some of those things are, but let's continue. It <laughs> 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 was a lot of fun. Then, um, anyway, that was VMware. Uh, someone at VMware said, yeah, "Come on over here." So, and that was through the whole virtualization sort of oh, ramping yes. up. I, I went to this conference. Fair and saw this vMotion. You know, you're familiar with vMotion where you move a VM from one machine oh, to another. And I was just like, I'm oh, my wow. jaw dropped. Yeah. How the hell do you do that? It was yes. gobsmacked. Anyway, so I went to VMware and um, started... to start? It really became the first network guy over there and then okay. released really, you know, a whole bunch of things over there, started the networking blog and, and uh, then led the tech marketing team, which included the security, the network, the storage, and clustering marketing.
0: How do you market that without selling the tech? <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: it's, if you, you think that in those larger companies, there's this term called technical marketing. So oh, it makes the complex easy to consume. So you create you do the awareness. You do the you do the uh, presentations and, at industry conferences and so forth. It a hell of a lot of fun.
2: Yep. and yep. and so forth. So that's a lot of trouble. About. you, you those, probably can be very uh, technical yeah. in the, some of that marketing as well, because the people you're selling to yes. need mm. to understand that. CTO level, all those, yeah, precisely. Networkers.
1: Precisely, you you try and yeah you
2: know, aid
1: the absorption of the products, which are incredibly complex. And you you be oh, you know, yeah. You, the marketing people do the awareness, and then it's your job to improve the absorption. of That's that, that. yeah, the learning of it and get them ah yes, I, oh, and then I, I you know,
2: the checkbox goes on. Cool, I'll buy that. In the really early days of what's norm now in the cloud computing, mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Yep. Yes.
1: Yes. Well, the, the, then, then
2: I went to, In- actually infancy. went, to,
1: went for, you know, after VMware, I went to VC, which is Converged Infrastructure V Blocks and so forth which was just a mash of Cisco, VMware, and EMC stuff. And then on to Citrix, where, yes. um, which was Citrix for the Zen server. I, led, I, I headed up the Zen server product management team, and which necessitated me moving to Cambridge, UK for a year. And, uh, yeah, it was interesting. Oh, in a different
0: oh. world compared to where you were. <laughs> Completely different. Oh yeah, well, it was everything's a miniature.
1: Yeah. If you think in, in yes. the UK, particularly around Cambridge, yeah. you know, it's, a, yes. it's, a, it's a university, eight hundred yeah. years old, and that sort of area. Yes. It's fascinating, but everything's kind of a miniature. Um, great experience, um, but you know a few few issues with you know, Zen server. If you think of the Zen Hypervisor, Zen was the most Popular by numbers Is hypervisor that? in the world, and the the reason was, AWS used
2: it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, when they first yeah. started. So if you yeah.
1: think of AMIs and so forth, you know, and so forth. Yep. Now they've moved this, off uh, Zen to um, elsewhere back then. But that's and and I tried to, I tried to get a billboard on the 101 in um in uh, in Silicon Valley to say the most yes. popular hypervisor in the world is this yes. just yes. A, anyway. <laughs> I wasn't successful in pushing that forward with marketing. <laughs> uh it, anyway, I came back to the US and then went to a startup doing predictive analytics, which was a lot of fun. Okay. What startup was that? It was called um Context Relevant. It was in Seattle, is it? And it was renamed some time later. Or is Versive, and they they pivoted from doing Wall Street, um, you know, recommendations was, to you know, security and so forth. But it was a lot of fun. I I and was did you go from networking world to
0: that. Well, here's slight, the thing. Bit of bit of a, a complete If, if you go way of, way back to yeah. where I was an undergraduate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I was
1: going to be an actuary. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, stupid yeah. stupid idea that was. Um, and so I always yeah. had this little st- stats thing in my head that I want to be. An actuary and I went and sat the actuarial exam and thought, what a stupid idea that is. Mm. <laughs> I certainly wasn't cut out to be be that, but the, you know the whole analytics side has yes. always been with me. So okay. um, these days you'd be a data scientist. Then I went back to you know Cisco called me, and said, hey, right. come over here. Yeah. And uh, startups don't pay very well, so it was yeah. so that was a pretty neat, easy thing. And I went back to Cisco and looked after. Um, Tech marketing and product management there. They they were getting heavy into the whole hybrid cloud thing. You know, here's your here's your on premises, private cloud to yes. AWS and Azure to and the, uh, Mish, we have this product. Mishmash. Except um, you know, another lesson learned. Is it? They didn't do really oh. the right product discovery. It was a very engineering driven thing. It? it was a bit of ahead of its time, but okay. it was it was built on the premise of a layer two connection between places and you're gonna move VMs. That's never gonna happen. Okay. So I, I was given the, um, after a big reorg, I was given the job of, you know, a lot of people work going and so forth, I was given the job to kill it. No, Another little sort of checkbox yeah. in your experience. That's a fun job. Oh, How many people? Oh, I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, hundreds. Hundreds here. Right. It's, um, yeah, I, I was, the, the, there were two people left in this business, head of engineering, head of product management. I was, you yeah, know, that one. So. And everyone sort of came under. Yeah. So anyway, it was an ugly time, but um, yeah, that shit happens over there with some so, some some sort of regularity. Um, I got left with a whole bunch of products and then taken to another team, which is the Data Center Business Unit, and um, ended up owning a few products over there and responding. You know, v- back in the, back in the day, we're very friendly with VMware. Then we became arch enemies, and I would sort of tackle that whole sort of issue in terms of you know what we do with VMware okay uh so you know great learning experiences then 2018 we decided we're going to come back to australia family came back interesting timing to
0: come back to australia <laughs> come and land
1: and get locked down anyway uh, yeah well well i was doing <laughs> yeah. the, the 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 trans-pacific back and forth back and forth every month until 2020 i was about we're to off. head off to barcelona for mobile world congress because i was i was in the telco space um in the data center you know a okay. Our products, you know, about a billion dollars of revenue per year, you know, doing the worldwide telco and the web scalers, which is pretty big, um, but dwarfed by the the whole enterprise side, which is another four billion. So had that mobile world congress stopped, I was stuck in Australia, and that's it. So you know, kept the early morning stuff going for uh, another year, and uh, anyway. Like getting up at the crack of dawn or before that, <laughs> before
0: of that. Of yes. or
1: staying up or staying up very late yeah, to 2am yeah. to Not make these important leave, meetings oh, yeah that, that was yeah. Uh, you know you're either you, you know it's, it's europe us or australia and of course we're always the yes yeah the one that yeah. gets
0: put on you can join in guy it's only two yeah. o'clock in the
1: morning over there it'd be fine <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs>
0: you're dead yeah. right yes so um, anyway I'm, that's where yeah. I, I decided
1: okay. to go out and do the the, the okay. whole product management consulting thing. I got so, this so. company now, sazome I've done a few contracts, done a bit of you know board advice, non-executive director board work as well. Getting into um, long duration energy storage, is uh, which is certainly interesting, you know, yeah. very interesting. interesting. Interesting sustainability, and certainly a new sort of uh, area that I've learned about. It's a bit of of a background there. Um, Oh, sorry. I've given (laughs) you a lot of time in the background. (laughs) That's all right.
0: But in terms of of background, my key takeaway is a a lot of experience managing probably big product. Yeah. Corporate product, high-end product, selling to B2B predominantly, I would imagine. It's all B2B. Yeah, all B2B. Um, Long buying cycles... Big sales yeah. contracts, all that sort yeah. of area for anyone's thinking B2B. So yeah, that would be probably my takeaway from that. But when you look at product from that from that perspective, we've got we've got a big B2P B2B play corporate managing that. What's well, some of the challenges when launching products? I suppose it might have been easier in the US than it was in Oz. Um, I'm not sure if that is correct, but I just want to get your thinking on that in terms of launching new product within a corporate entity. How does that sort of sit? That's my question. Um, and then to what well, worked in mean, that journey? Well, I can tell you about stuff that didn't work yeah. as well. Like the like the positive first. We'll get to the, the, the work after. Yeah, look,
1: yeah. look it, it, you know, when you're talking about B 2 B in a company like Cisco, it's 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 not like you think. Everyone talks about product led growth. It's not product led growth. It's sales led growth. Yes, and Cisco had an awesome sales. Machine and a channel yeah. to get isn't stuff that, isn't out that
0: there? The reality of every business, though. Yeah, to very most yeah. businesses. Yeah, yeah, ninety-five percent of them. ChatGPT yeah. <laughs> might be in another world, but um, <laughs> which is more product-led um, right now. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah, most businesses have a sales team, a unit that's uh-huh. converting, talking about their product in in a number of ways. So I'd imagine that's most of the businesses that are out there with a the product behind them.
1: Yes, I, I would agree. You know, certainly yes. companies of that size yes. and so forth, the yes. Cisco, VMware and so uh. forth. You, know, you did have your fanboys of, of certainly, and you know Cisco and VMware certainly did the, the bottoms up growth by using certifications, education at the bottom level to sort of bring that sort of growth and preference up through the bottom layers. Is it- so you, you're quite interesting from that perspective, but it did rely upon you know, technical marketing people to go out and evangelize, this is how it works. and. Yeah. This is, you know, helping people learn, which is a bottoms up thing again. You know, bottoms up, top down, both approaches to help that absorption. I'm very much a sort of an advocate for that whole journey. We have the awareness, the learning, uh-huh. you know, the buying, the usage, and so forth. And there's variations that, and every one of those, you know, stages has an off ramp. That if you don't do it correctly, oh, you're not going to get the win. Not going to get the purchase um, correctly. So,
0: if it was correctly mean to you? Tough question. <laughs> correctly, a, you mentioned if you don't do it correctly, what does that mean?
1: Did I say correctly? Yeah, you <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Good luck trying to answer that question.
1: <laughs> okay, if you don't do it well, put it that so to it to a to an acceptable degree. Oh, you don't get those heart moments when you're telling yeah. the customers about the the this products, whatever is, they are, and how big they, they can use it in that call to action about they want to go to the next stage. So it has to be acceptable, and there's. That's what you you full time, and you have a swarm of people That's, doing this for you know, specific products and solutions. Yes, um, where where the you know some of the difficulties are, you know, a place like Cisco, VMware, all those places are very siloed. So you have a product that may compete with another product, and so forth. Exactly. And you say, okay, well, customer says, but hang on a sec, you told us about explain this. explain that to
0: me and how that works,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and why that happens. It, it's just yeah. the size of the organisations yes. and. Uh, Certainly, yeah. But my last get, yeah, my last thing I tried to do at Cisco actually was to try and, yeah, I was in the telco space. Five G was on everyone's um, radar, and yeah, the next big thing, of course, five G. Now, Cisco had three business units that spanned the five G space. Yeah, my business unit that I was in, data center. So you have Nexus switches, ACI, all this sort of stuff you might use for packet cores. Okay. Then there was the service provider business unit that might had um, you know the wide area network the routers you know segment routing MPLS, all that sort of stuff and then there was another one which dealt with the orchestration piece which we had a product called NSO okay now I was a, perhaps foolishly tried to think oh yeah you know, bring them together Cisco <laughs> let's try and join, them all, join yeah. not join the business yes. unit together but have a have a coherent story yeah. that yeah. span them all and it, it it was difficult. They say because of you know business units are all driven from I've got to sell my product and that's how they're measured. But try to join this together and sort of let's hold hands and uh-huh. you know, kumbaya. Um, it, it was particularly difficult. That's it's just good. at that scale, you know, you what you you walk into it and say, yeah, it
2: just makes sense. But yeah. yeah, each of those apartments would have been a, a decent sized business on its own, let alone three of them uh-huh. in Cisco. But I'm guessing that oh. all originated from probably acquisitions early on, and they've remained siloed from that point.
1: Yes, some acquisitions. So uh-huh. certainly the orchestration piece, which was NSO, was uh-huh. an acquisition. Um, the others were not. I was part of a few. I was part of a few of, a few of the spin ins. Actually working on those things, which Cisco had this thing called Spin In. It's us set aside. You know, the Catalyst, their, um, their, their their compute, their um, storage networking. So that would be and spinning, the stuff was spin in
0: a little bit on the side, invest in a little bit. Once it gets to something scale, bring it back in, build a team around it. Is that what you mean by spin in? Spin in. They they'd, yeah.
1: they'd, they'd, these people um yeah. they, they was the same people every time. They yeah. just had a knack with incredibly smart engineers and okay. so forth doing this and they'd sort of the department effectively. Yeah. 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 So and it was the place to be within those organisations. It, it was it was great. Well, the yeah. most fun, right?
0: X amount of budget, go play. Yeah, create something new. <laughs> Were you ever a part of those groups, the spinning
1: sort of groups? I was, you know, I, I was the first one. Yes, okay. which so not the first one, the second one. Yeah, the storage okay. networking, and the other ones yep. um, came in later. Be yeah, quite like keen the... to dig in on that actually, God. What you? was it
0: like being a part of a, it? Was it? Really product led, or was it engineered led, or was it oh, customer led? No, no, no. were, cu- well, were you solving a well? bit of a start <laughs> Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a good question because there were there were these these founders of these particular uh-huh. things, and they were serial ones. Uh-huh. They just knew what they were doing. Yeah, um, they'd research what the problems were themselves. Okay. All okay. right, okay. And okay. say, come up with the idea.
0: So you'd have a core pro- big problem that you're trying to solve. Clearly, for a size yes. of and business, would, yes. And they
1: would, and they would do oh. that. And then they create this little s- spin-up startup, and then they'd hire the right people to execute. Okay. A, and I, you know, that same people. problem all the time. space to <laughs> solution space <laughs> to you know, they'd execute. And it, were often, it was often was the exit the execution piece when you came into these business. You were there to execute, and they were relentless in execute. They were. F- Great, but the the original problem had already been nutted out, okay. and you know the opportunity, you know, the yeah. problem that came from that op, uh, the, from that problem had been nutted out. So, but you know that these guys never missed mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of, but you know when you so came well, into these, you were the next, you're part of the execution machine, never Actually, missed, only, this only big
2: statement,
0: yeah. So, yeah, what did you see within them that got them to never missing? I'm sure some missed, but they looked like you saw success in their own.
1: If you think catalyst what do you think cisco all the things they're the people buying catalyst um ucs compute nexus switches um andiamo sorry mds9000 fiber channel switches all these things never missed okay so what was
2: the key thing so did they never miss because they were designed first and if they weren't solid they never went ahead so then the only things that were executed were the the good ones
1: no you're asking was there any scrap heap yeah, yeah, in roundabout way. No scrap No, no, I mean, they're, they're, no, no scrap heap. And since the Cisco, the, you think AMD have um, acquired their latest um, product. Okay, so they, you know, didn't didn't go to Cisco this time around. The, the, the thing was very engineering-led, but it was rooted in, uh, they're, they're just awesomely great engineers, you know, the the head honcho of this, you know, lots of patents to their names and, and, and so forth. You just want to hang around these people just to bask in their glow and expertise. But they they could nut it out, you know, discover what real problems were yeah. and um, determine there were real markets for these for sure. and that they could, you know, it's viable and usable and, uh, you know, people' willingness to pay. So they, you know, check off all the boxes. Mm-hmm. They had that knack. Okay. Okay, and it's not some magical thing. They were just very good at what they did. There's no magic in it, but it all
0: you need to have a big problem to solve. Someone's That's going it. to be willing to pay for it. Um, yep. I laugh when I sit down and have a coffee with a, found, a founder that doesn't want to share this anything because they're scared of losing their IP. He doesn't want to talk to anyone, and I say all the best because yeah, it happens quite a bit where people are scared of sharing and talking about the problem, it's talking about how they're thinking about solving it. But that's where really the magic happens. Like, you need to be talking to your market. And I'm sure those guys didn't go about just hiding willy nilly and not having conversations with people and doing some RD at the front.
2: The ideas need need to evolve by uh talking to people and understanding you. That's how we see that happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You need to spend enough Um, time in problem space. uh Yeah to sort of understand it before you head into solution space, but, you know, they were, they were expert, both of yes, them. So, you know, you can't just jump straight to solution space and say, ah, oh, there's this great sort of idea. Is there a problem around that fits it?
0: No. So in terms of um, you today, um, product, technology, strategy, what does that mean? What's your core focus? You talked about um, jobs, jobs to be done at the beginning. If someone's on the frame of looking at, you, let's look at it. the problem space. to looking at a problem. They might uh-huh. consider a jump into a solution. How might they backtest that? Because I find that most people can get really heavy into a solution quite quickly. Um, yes. What do you recommend there? Um, it's easy to jump into a solution because our mind goes to, that's what we're used to, human beings problem. What do we do about it? So that's generally where we go. So how do we stop that slow down to speed up, as you might say?
1: You hit it on the head there, Andrew. I, I look at when my wife or vice versa throws out each other a problem, you're immediately trying to solve it. I mean, as you say, it's a human tendency, um, you have to nut out there's a the f- problem of the nature. And I think there's a few methodologies that, um, and I call them maybe disciplines, help you in sorting that Discipline
0: out. Discipline is a fair point because you have to be disciplined in it, Well, yeah. Yes, and,
1: and I. I find that whole discovery process, this is, you know, enlightening uh, because that's where you've got get those aha moments, moments, you know, find out these things that it's, it's, I find it quite rewarding when you can actually do it properly. Uh, look, quite frankly, and I've, I've done it badly on occasions too. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think there's
0: no direct science to this, you're creating product. Yes, oh. the methodologies you can follow, but doesn't mean you're going to, need to be led to the, the garden, led down the garden path, are so you? Just,
1: yeah, do, well, doing that discovery, you you need to uh, have you know a few things in your favour. Doing uh, them face to face, I think, is always yep. advantageous if you can <laughs> meet with someone because you get Laura. that sort of you know, thing. They'll tell you more when you're face to face versus online. Oh, I had one thing that I you know regret, and I just a sort of complete mess up. It was only a year or so ago. Um, where I was interviewing a customer and yeah, COVID lockdown, you had no alternative and the so, audio was terrible. And I was trying to sort of like concentrate, listen to it and you know, I was going and you know, I ended up spending so much time trying to understand and interpret what was said because yes. the audio was that missed the whole you know, how the thing was flowing. So, because yep. I should have cut it off short and said, okay, can we just find a different room or something like that? But, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, learn and from you, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you learn from that yeah. and you, yeah. but the thing is getting customers... I've had, I've had
0: podcasters gone like that before, which isn't ideal. <laughs> <laughs> we have.
1: So, <laughs> yep. Yep. We'll go yeah. back. Yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> it it's it's not fun. Yeah. Because it... Exactly. So, and so, you know, I've made the wrong decision. I sort of yes. kept it going, I thought I shouldn't have yeah. that. But but it's having the right circumstances so you can okay. get the free flow of ideas, understand so, their problems and so forth is just vitally important. So, uh, so that whole discovery should... thing is super important. Um, and and I might cite the reasons okay. why I think it is even more so today yes. is because you see okay, we you see um and depends on whose statistics you use. Forty to percent to eighty percent of products fail. Yeah, depends on what yeah. statistics you use. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What and does failure how... mean, though? Is, that... precisely, what's is mean? it precisely what does failure mean? It doesn't meet expectations. Yeah. It kind yes. of works, but is not it? where they sort of set the set the is goals it? or whatever. Okay. Um, and more than half of digital transformations fail. Uh, now, if... digital transformation is sort of more encompassing. Than just products. You think you of products. why
0: would be a question on digital transformation when you have a it's just digitizing process, half, which yeah should be possibly it should it be really might, real. it, yeah <laughs> well Maybe. It,
1: yeah you know digital yeah. transformation is it's not something you can go and toss over to Jim and Sally over in IT. Say, hey, just work this out, go and fix it's, it. Yes. It's it's far bigger because there's organizational changes. The there's, line, there's the buying, the change. That organizational it, it,
0: change bit is. Depending how big it is, can be the biggest roadblock to that. Yep. that oh, culture
2: training, culture
1: those. training, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you you got yeah. resistance to change because you got people have done yep. this all way, and you're going to go and say, oh, we're going to change everything. But there's two sort of main, you know, talking about digital transformation. There's sort of two main things. There's, you know, there's the, um, the, you know, the, the optimization of what you're is it? currently doing, and you might create platforms oh. and so forth. And then there's the the. The, the new products and new markets yeah that's a yeah if you try on two things yes. you know, parallel yeah. and you may you the, the ultimate is to do both oh and yeah you know, part of this is, that is this, which path do you take do you take the yeah. path along the optimization to get to the, it, that do you One's take, incremental improvement yeah you know, one is a leap
0: yes is it? but the leap the, can be the wrong direction wrong product and that's probably the be a chance of failure and that's maybe why I have a question for you. You've been around um, corporate for a long time. Would a corporate generally back that incremental change because it's safer? Less chance of failure? Probably depends on you. Incremental, uh, what would you increment on? I'm talking about we take one manual process and we copy it and we put it into a web platform and automate a couple of things and we slowly keep improving that. Or let's go to a whole new market, create a new product, with cuts off this whole division of our business. Um, obviously, there's a bigger risk in that one. Yeah, so do we find. Well, where well, do you find that generally goes?
1: Well, you know, there's um, a book I read re- recently. There's called Future Ready. A... It deals with this whole whole like process.
0: This, it's like the, like the Ready, but just more future
1: based. Uh, there it? you go. Thank you. I think <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, somewhat similar in yeah. some ways. A... Future Ready. A... And it he, would articulated That's four a... pathways. Four strategies, okay. and you yeah. could take either of those. You could land yes. yourself there, go oh, directly from here in the bottom left-hand corner. If you think a two by two matrix sort of uh, a- arrangement, um, stick from the bottom left and then jump up to the top right. That's reinvention, and you know, you know and do uh, everything at one sort of thing. You could take the. It? The internal path where you sort of sort out and optimize your internal things and create platforms that then you can build things. Or you can take yes. that other one, which is external and really about customer experience. This? Look, I, I wouldn't like to judge which way is the best It's going kind a of case-by-case basis. To your point, though, you would think, and this yes. sort of comes through when you develop your products, incremental, yes. do one thing well before you sort of try and boil the ocean. Don't try and boil yes. it. Do everything, sprinkle uh-huh. pixie dust everywhere. That's never going to get there. Very do nice. one thing well to a point where everyone thinks you're doing it. That's great. Then go yes. to the next thing. Yeah, the next thing. Yes, the next thing. Fast. That process, yes. I think, works. In, yes. You know, doing products. Now, and yeah, if you're going to
0: start like just talking outside of corporate and you're in a startup and you're looking to build a product, yes, you must do one thing well. Where you can incrementally improve and evolve it because you've got customers to do that with. You've got revenue to build upon. Um, would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. and you build ma- ma- you get yeah. mavens that advocate your product. If you do one thing yes. really, incredibly well, you might correct. be a limited
1: market, but then you get that advocacy yeah, that to spreads. Expand from there. Yeah, correct. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's funny um, to think about that. There.
1: Oh yeah, and and you came back to the discovery. Why I think it's important okay. is that if you go to the number one cause, and it's uh-huh. not just me saying this. You know, uh-huh. McKinsey and others say this. Uh-huh. The, 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 the number one cause of digital transformation failures is fuzzy definitions Can't agree fuzzy on. definitions Fuzzy another definitions. reason why really exists <laughs> <laughs> fuzzy <laughs>
0: definitions yeah yeah. That, oh, yeah but that can be fuzzy definitions in the eyes of the stakeholders right as well like how to communicate across stakeholders and yeah. that's important um and getting everyone clear and on the same page not that easy in the bigger businesses that more challenging that the clarity yes oh. very much so
1: and oh, yes. clarity is very important because you yes. know, at the end of the day you want some sort yes. of vision as well oh. to come out of this so a vision yep. and the visions yes. become those rallying points that everyone says yeah that, that's where we're going okay the clarity about that it yep. helps people it it, it it needs you they become empowered as well it, to get there Okay, that's the destination
0: I yes. can make decisions on a vision if everyone's agreed to it and it's yes. easier to make decisions that are going to serve that vision if the vision's fuzzy um mm-hmm. Then how does one make a good decision to get to a vision that no one's clear on? Good
1: yeah, luck. yeah, and yeah. another thing, you know, it comes into that Jobs theory as well. Yeah, you know, one of the key reasons products, you know, that's go off course, you know, it's all related. Yeah, is it. people don't agree on the problem, yeah. or so the solution agree. either? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, if you don't agree yeah. on the, the prioritisation, <laughs> yeah, it could be anything. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah. yeah. Well, if you can't find agreement on a problem, how big is that problem then? Yeah, it's just not explained well. Potentially, yeah. a few different avenues on that one.
1: You, you know, the problems can be simple; they could be complex. Um, of course. Yeah.
2: And your world you're probably
0: in is been a part of is very complex. Yeah, well, certainly challenges the challenges yeah. of problems. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: You know, and I actually wrote a um, systems thinking oh. is uh, is incredibly important. Trying to sort of piece this out, sort of understand understand. Problems, how things work when it comes to this. The, yep. Certainly, one flavour of jobs to be done no. has a very similar sort of methodical systems thinking, but it's pretty similar. It's about job maps, but and we can talk about all that sort of stuff. But thinking about things in a, systems. What's a, what's a job map? Okay, if you think of it oh, a job. Okay, you're doing yeah. something. I'm going to, yeah. you know, uh, let's say um, turn on my laptop. Yep. Okay. Um, and I'm only because it sitting right in front of me here it's right in front of you the first thing that okay mind. so I have to yeah. go and you know it, it's it job man well to do that job That's it you know, I think it's I might too I have to what's all the elements of that that I want to make sure well all I want to make sure all the That's steps it. and it's probably a bad example but i am going to make sure it's charged it be charged um, so. I'll be able to like, find it and it'll be okay, it's That's part it. of it locating it uh, turning it on where's the button just you know Make it, sure it's in that, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, probably a bad example, because it's a bit simplistic. Um, when you, say, go and buy, uh, maybe you're buying goods from a, a store. Ever? How do I? Yeah, I want to go and buy something or other? Part of that job would be, okay, how do I find out about it? Yeah. How do I purchase it? How do I go to the store? Okay, and there's going to be multiple paths to optimize that. I might go to Amazon. I might not... just go okay, down it? the street or whatever. Things of that. Thinking through that whole, having the discipline to think of, it's not just one piece of it, but thinking across sure. an expansive range. You've got to think of you as a job executor, or that person as a job executor. What do they need to do? You know, it might be you know define, locate, prepare, ben. confirm, execute, monitor. You know, all those sorts of things go into the job. And this is, is why it? I think, you know, while you may not use this in every time, it, it's a good exercise to think about in terms of the discipline to make sure you're thinking about everything. And you think about person who does the execution of that job, is it? as well as there's you know, related jobs, so the emotional stuff, do I feel good about this and so forth, like, you know, things of that nature. There's a purchase decision maker type of roles. What are the outcomes that they want? Okay, particularly if it's ab to B2B type thing.
0: stakeholders, yeah, correct.
1: Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, B2B per- sort of thing. You're going to have, person who does the job yes. might be an operations person. We've gone yes. off my example, but onto those sorts of generalised yep. sort of things. Purchase decision maker. Then there's the consumption change jobs. How do I install or purchase? How do I receive? How do I install? How do I manage? And all those sorts okay. of things that you... So you've got to have the discipline. And each one of those... Is it? You want specific outcomes. Now it means you have right. like a whole range of things. Um, okay, I want to make sure this is easy in to install. If, if if you need to go and hire someone to install it, so they that might make it dead in the water. This product, is it? okay, managing updates, all those things for a consumption chain. Don't want to ignore those things because they're right. all outcomes that you want to consider. SaaS this,
0: this products, we don't
1: have to do that anymore. <laughs> Not the customer anyway. Well,
0: there you go. It takes that job t- away from
1: the customer, right? So that uh-huh. makes it easier
0: to consume uh-huh for sure yes
1: mm, so the, they're the sorts of things that you know um if, yes, yes. if we just wanted to pivot into that you know job oh. stuff yeah you know, the yes, thing yes. that and i mentioned in my yes, opening preamble that you know a couple of things stuck in terms yes, of yes. jobs yeah you know, right. and, and so forth there was this thing where theodore levitt from um harvard business school this yes, was then popularized by clayton Christensen, sort of you don't go to the store to buy a it's just because you want a quarter-inch drill. It's because you want a quarter-inch hole. Is it? So you're hiring an object to do a job and you have multiple things. Now, the the job you're looking to get done may not be just to drill a quarter-inch hole. It might be to hang a picture. Oh, okay. In this case, you're then saying, oh, well, how do I hang a picture effectively? It might take in Is other it? products to do that, and then you might be optimized and so forth. So that's it. it's essentially a lens you want to look through. But, um, because you know, invariably, and I certainly witnessed this myself in my job, somebody, there's a there's a tendency to just concentrate on your product. You
2: know, yeah. Every
1: problem requires my product, you know, it, a, it, but hang on, you've got to stand back and think, yeah, what are you trying to get done? And, and, and a lot of those jobs that you want to get done are enduring, but, and you can provide, if I think through my my history of you know, various networking technologies, I'm going to provide a network service for instance. But there's an evolution of technologies that I can apply to just make it better and better. Fair. Okay? So I think you, using these sorts of models to think, a lens, if you like, to think about how you approach the discovery process and the problem definition said, process, spending time in that problem space is really important because, as you pointed out, Andrew, you can just gravitate to that solution thing just far too easily. Quite easily, yes. You can. But that, yes.
0: Yeah. And that, that whole, I have a drill to drill a hole has been used a number of times, but it goes into yeah. a number of areas, right? So, yep. I, I like the, some, I've heard it once when they went all the way down to, why well, is a guy drilling a hole in the wall to put up a picture? So his wife's happy. And then it makes him happy, kitchen. <laughs> like, it's, it's, there's yeah. a lot to it if you keep
2: digging. And yeah, just to, you, it's, draw yeah.
1: the tree of all your yes. particular reasons. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then so,
2: don't okay. focus on just that one tiny individual aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Because that's not the job. That, that's not the
0: total job. Mm.
1: Yeah. It, it could have context in, in multiple yes. situations, yeah. but so, which yeah. might have context, you know, yeah. product A, product B, product oh, C to get a so, certain um, job done. But, the thing is, you're hiring that to get something done. Yes. So yeah, it's it's all yeah. nuance and 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 so yes, forth. Sir. But important to look through that lens, I believe, right. when you're doing discovery. Otherwise, you might latch onto, "Here's my product. Don't you love it? Isn't it shiny?" Um. Yeah. Rather than say, stand back yes, and say, if, "What are they really trying to get done? What's the what's the outcome they're looking for? What's the what are they looking for at the end?" You know? is, so it's it's a it's a disciplined way of thinking. Huh.
0: Before we jump into that, you mentioned something about systems thinking. Um, I'll probably take oh. off a little bit. Explain your thinking there, um, Anthony. Anthony's a very systems-oriented thinker. Oh, well, let's. But, okay. <laughs> but we'd we'll love to get what you, that means to you,
1: really.
2: So I've been told.
0: <laughs> so you've been told. Yes. <laughs> well,
1: that's, it's it's that's, you, you had a that's, guest that's, on recently You talked about design thinking, right? Is it? And design thinking talks about, yeah. Design. Sorry, systems thinking, Is and it? that's the upfront piece. Let's pull it apart, oh. okay, in a systems thinking way. Okay, it's important because, you know, as you said before, some people just jump straight to the ideation, solutioneering phase, and don't Is do it? that upfront thing. But it's 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 in there. It's clearly in that design thinking to have that upfront. So you actually narrow the funnel about, give you context for where you're actually looking. Is okay, it? so. What is systems thinking? That you know the, the the sort of model yeah. that is used um, is you have these you know, distinctions of if you it, know I'll put a put a box around something rather within those things. I have particular systems, these entities, okay, which might lead to additional systems behind it. So I might abstract some system behind it, okay, which, and then you have relationships between these. You might have causal loops these within the relationships. And you have perspectives. So Is it Andrew's perspective, Anthony's perspective, guys' perspective on this might be different because they're looking upon that system in a different way for a different purpose. So you start to pull, it's it's really pulling it apart, making sense and saying, Okay, I'll get this system for gonna pick something, you know, buying a car. Is you it? know whatever it is. But yeah, you know, the 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 person selling the car and the person buying the car and my wife who's the approver, might have different perspectives on this. Okay, so it's amazing you can pull it apart and then you can optimise certain parts But once you see it? it all that laid out. Uh, um, and I think, you know, I think we all did a computer science in the day, right? Is that... We all did, yes. Yeah. So you probably yep. learned it sort of by yeah. you know, yep. osmosis it to is. an extent, you know, you do. Yes. Put, you create a, a function or a subroutine to go yes. off and do something, well that's part of the system. We'll put it all together. So uh it's it's a it's a it's a way of doing it that you can apply to a multitude of situations okay and you okay. know when you've got complex systems you can apply yeah. it up front and that job map was another way of doing it how does this oh. how do i go from a to b to c in terms of the yeah. a to z of this Boom. particular yeah. job it could be That's a system
0: becomes, can be a system book it's just in in effect it's can be a workflow right what are the steps in the flow not just considering i think probably where um you can get some real value is what you've leaned on a little bit all right there's the once you get the solution mode there's the piece that the solutions doing, but there's all this other stuff around it which a lot of people don't consider um and that might even be from a SaaS product just to pretend we're building a SaaS product that's mm-hmm. a CRM uh all well and good there's a million of them on the market but how do we onboard people into our CRM a lot of people don't think about because they just think product first is mm-hmm. it they're not thinking about onboarding. They're not thinking about training. They're not thinking precisely about how do yep. we support this, and not yep. holistically looking at the whole end to end as what the customer needs. Yep. Um, so that's where I see the the, the value of that whole job uh-huh. to be done slash workflow slash what are all the systems, the parts, the pieces. Precisely, they're going to really make this work. It's not okay. just
1: considering one little element mm. of it because yes. you're going to have all. I mean, even yep. you know the selling is uh, your, your channel in place, the distribution. Yes. Uh, uh, all, all those yep. bits mm-hmm. and pieces. Yes, yeah.
0: the uh, the the business value canvases are, are good little tools for things like. Yes, to think I've about, got. Other sitting pieces. over in my library yeah. over there. <laughs> oh, okay. well, they're great little tools because they get you thinking on all the areas, not just what your main focus is. And I think we get lost in what we're comfortable with as humans, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, we're comfortable with this. Let's just focus on this. But there's all these other parts that really have to be considered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, pretty good. In terms of um, your direction, so consulting, what sort of stuff are you doing at the
1: moment? What are you working on? Well, actually, actually uh, I am, I am getting a little bit more into yes, from a personal personal uh, a study point of view, into security. It, yeah, it's a big area now. It is. It's I getting mean, bigger and bigger and bigger. It, it's getting yes. bigger and bigger. I, was, I have been uh, on the periphery of security for a uh-huh. long time, and I say in okay. the periphery because. Um, it would have been a part of it. Of of being he in networking did. and VM, yeah. Networking, yeah. it's networking, networking, you kind yeah. of you, you don't yeah. do it. I mean, security people yeah. say you will. It's not really security, yes. but you know, I've given uh-huh. I've given presentations at uh, yes. conferences on security as it yes. relates to storage storage networking and other things. Yes. So it's, I've been on the periphery of things, but I haven't got my uh, certification cool. so forth. So I'm actually looking yeah. at that at the moment. I cool. I went and did a workshop last week in Canberra at this cyber security conference and. Uh, I figured. Oh, jeez! I know.
0: Was it riveting stuff. stuff in Canberra? Yes. <laughs> well, and, well. <laughs> and,
1: well, There's a lot of people that love it there. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Good. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I know there are.
0: There's a, there's a cool market there that would love all everything. Yeah, do people yes. are
1: polarized about that. You know, yes. Anyway, yeah. it, look, yeah. I, I find it. Fa- I've always found it fascinating. <laughs> um, I've, I've got, yeah. I've probably got about a dozen security I'll, books. The fascination here. part is me
0: is more that white hacker where we're all, well, let's try and break stuff and hack in. So yeah. Yeah. That part is fascinating. I think for me anyway. Yeah.
1: Oh, look, I, yeah, uh, yeah. And and I if, think it's only getting, it's just if, every day that the whole if, need for, uh, you know, cyber security, you've got the sort of tensions if, in the world and so forth. So, if, you know, state sponsored hacking if, and so forth. I think, um, if, you know, I'm, I, uh, yeah, I just yeah, anyway. Until
0: AI starts hacking all our systems, then we're in all sorts of problems. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> Guy, thank you for joining us on a Dev Ready podcast. Plenty to take away from that. I think people can sort of sort of frame out yeah, where we are thinking of solution. Let's start a problem, spend quite a bit of time up front there. Think about what we're actually uh, delivering. Those jobs components, they're quite good. Um, well, the business value canvases can take you outside of just product and look at all the, the angles of it as well so yep really appreciate you coming on but um yeah thanks for coming on that very podcast andrew, yes, thank
1: andrew thank you so much for having me That's, thank you anthony thank, you're welcome it's been great